0: What's up, guys? Welcome to the podcast. I'm here with Jay Fish.
1: What's up? What's up, everybody?
0: So, Jay Fish, uh, whose name is Phil, just came out with a new album uh, on Spotify and iTunes, and you can find it on uh, SoundCloud too, called New Kings. And uh, it's really good. You guys should definitely go check that out. But right now, we're gonna do we're gonna do a track by track, and uh, I'm gonna tell him I'm gonna say the track name, and then he's gonna tell he's gonna tell us a bit of the story behind each track and uh, just a little rundown on. Oh, the thought process that went into that. So uh, yeah, let's do it for sure. Yeah. yeah. So uh, the first track uh, is uh, is in it, is everybody the intro. So tell us a little bit about this one. Yeah.
1: So the, it's funny. The intro is something I struggled with. In fact, I had the entire project done for a little bit, and I really wanted a powerful intro track, but I was struggling to uh, get there. And, and obviously, coincidentally, you produced it. <laughs> yeah. which is ironic, but. Um, You had hit me with that, and I hadn't used it, and I had listened to it, and I liked it a lot. Now, I remember one day, I was thinking, you know, what would I want in an intro track when I'm talking about, you know, New Kings, which we'll get into a little bit about what that means, but what I really wanted is I wanted almost like, and not not that any of the albums sound like NF at all, really. It's not uh-huh. this type of music, but I wanted an NF-type um, kind of cinematic beat where it wasn't too much Going on in the beat, so I could really get some lyrics across. And the idea of the track was just that, you know, we we, we need to realize where we're at uh, individually, but also as a culture, before we can embrace um, what a lot of the album's about, which is you know being a new king in that identity. So um, the song "Everybody" is about how we've all got these struggles, we've all got these um, faults and these issues and these problems, um, but God's called us to something bigger. So it ended up working out perfectly.
0: Yeah, I, li- I like it. Um... Yeah, I I actually had that instrumental uh, laying around uh, for a long time before I sent it to you, but I think you you, uh, executed that very well, and I think you fit really well with the beat there.
1: Man, appreciate that.
0: Yeah. So uh, the next track is uh, number two, uh, New Kings.
1: New Kings. So this is the title track of the album. Um, For anybody who listens to this, that that doesn't know anything about me or this project that's this song should sum it up um and what i've constantly said to people who have asked so far about this track and about this album is that new kings is a declaration of our identity in christ and what i mean by that is you know for a long time i lived uh, a certain way i was a church kid but it didn't mean much to me you know and, and eventually in college uh, maybe uh, you know a different time i can share my testimony but um, in college, I got, you know, God really got a hold of me and, and I did a crazy 180. And, and what I learned through the process and how I continue to grow in my relationship with God and design to uh, live in ways that will please him is that God, when he grabs a hold of us, he, he says a few things about us. So the first thing is that he says, we're made new. And if you look at Second Corinthians 517, that's a good example um, that in Christ, we're new creations. So he calls us new. And then if you look in Hebrews, but also in, in a few other places, we're called royalty. Um, we're told yeah. that we're given dominion over the earth in Genesis. We're constantly given mm-hmm. these attributes from God to us um, that really show us how highly even God views us. Um, and I think that with this track, I, what I wanted to get across is that we should also view ourselves that way. We should realize that in Christ we've been made new, um, but we're also royalty. You know, we have this inherent value that God's given us. So that was a lot of what that track's about.
0: All right, nice. Wow. It's a lot packed in there, dude. <laughs> Heck yeah, man. Yeah. So uh, the next one is uh, Find My Way featuring uh, Davis' Absolute.
1: Yeah, so this is probably the most meaningful track on the whole album. It's also okay. the least theatrical. So if you're all about beats and editing and autotune, you're not going to like this track. No doubt, <laughs> but it's like that way for a reason. Um, and, and basically, this me and Davis have this, this idea to just put really raw uh, concepts down on a simple beat about how everyone's trying to find their way in this life and we all turn to different things but the reality is that there's one truth um and there's one thing that's going to lead you in the right direction and that's the guy the god who made who made all of it so find my way is really about uh where we're at in life and, and a challenge of where we think we should be going
0: oh cool yeah i like that uh, the next one is living water
1: living water banger so that's probably one of the two bangers of the album so i know everybody's a sucker for a banger it's a repetitive catchy hook give me that living water and then it's got some fun (laughs) verses where i mess around with some wordplay um and throw some some pretty interesting lyrical combinations together in there but it's a very simple three hook three verse structure uh but it's got a killer beat and it's and it's catchy so that's definitely something to check out if you're looking for something to hang out to tonight you know what i mean
0: yeah yeah by the way did you produce any of these or or do you have uh people that produce for you
1: so i'm growing in my production in fact i'm sitting in my studio right now i've got my mpk mini controller right in front of me Uh, i actually have fruity loops open
0: Uh, oh you use fl nice huh you use fl then
1: yeah, so I have FL, I'm still novice with it. I mean, I know how to work my way around uh, yeah. it a little bit, but definitely not to the point where I feel totally comfortable putting out uh, you know, a beat that I produce. I did co-produce on a few of these, um, and then more or less all of them, I edited slightly here and there um, after uh-huh. I got them to kind of fit what I was looking for. But no, as, when it comes to overall production, um, most, if not all tracks, actually yeah, all the tracks were at least mainly produced by someone else.
0: Okay, yeah. On uh, the, the next track here, uh, number five is a pre-release uh, wave featuring Jay, uh, Jay Anime.
1: Yeah, this is this is this is dope. Uh, shout out Jay! I hope you listen to this. So Jay uh, hit me up about doing a feature coincidentally, and he had this track, um, and we put this together, man. And I like fell in love with this track, and I and he actually offered to me. He was like, "Well, shoot, you know, you did the hook in the first, so if you want to put this on your album, you can." And I was like, "Done." And in fact, it oh. ended up being the second single I released just because of how much I liked this song. But again, man, this is just catchy. It's, it's probably the, my favorite hook I've ever done um, in, in all of my music. Well, which I haven't done that much yet. But of what I have done, this is probably my favorite hook that I've recorded. Um, we talk about real stuff. You know, Jay, uh, he breaks down a little bit of his sexual struggles, which, you know, is not super popular to talk about in, in Christian mm-hmm culture but he breaks that down in his verse which i really appreciate his honesty and his desire to pursue jesus um, yeah. authentically so yeah,
0: yeah that stuff needs to be track. yeah that kind of thing needs to be talked about more though because there's so many people struggling with stuff like that but when people are just scared to talk about it it in these christian circles it, it kind of people kind of feel alone when they you, you feel that like
1: yeah and, and when we hide I think when we hide sin, we're just going to be more likely to to give in to it, and and without accountability, you know, we're, it's going to be hard to grow out of things. So I think you nailed yeah. that for sure.
0: Yeah. So, um, holy vibes. Uh, the next one is one of my one of my favorites off the album, uh, partly just because I love Montel Fish, yes. uh, who's featured on this one. He's the man.
1: His stuff is just Dude. so unique.
0: That's what I like about man. him.
1: Shout out Montel. Dude, I'm i I'm not to tag all like all the features in this because I'm gonna like shout all of them out individually, but. Montel is is a friend of mine. Um, he actually came down. He lives in Pittsburgh, so he's like four or five hours away from me. He came down uh, for a show over the summer that we performed together. Man, that dude just loves God. He is talented. He he makes incredible worship music. You know, but he's you can yeah. whatever you want to call him, whether he's hip hop or. Or what? But I mean, he makes worship music, no doubt. So, uh, what I love about this track, and, and it's picked up the most traction, which has been cool. It's been picked up by a bunch of Spotify playlists, and uh, mm-hmm. like good the good Christian music blog picked it up today on YouTube, which is a huge blessing. But good. one thing I love about this track is that we recorded this together in in my studio, uh in my house, which you know the good old home studio. But man, we prayed over this track before we recorded anything. You know, Martell is a big believer in. in prayer and the power of that which i am as well obviously and we spent i mean it had been at least 15 30 minutes just in deep prayer um over the track and that it would affect people and i think it's no coincidence that god has blessed this track specifically to really be getting out there already so yeah definitely i would say my personal favorite for multiple reasons Um, but it's just funky man it's it's relaxed it's a chill out vibe and it's just encouraging i think as well
0: yeah yeah that's that's a really good one for sure uh, the next one is free, featuring uh, I don't really know how to pronounce his name, uh, Zay Hill or yeah, something like yeah, that. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, Zay. Okay, cool.
1: dude. Zay's another homie. Shout out Zay! I'm gonna tell <laughs> to listen to this too. He he's from Alabama, man. He uh, again, just a young dude who freaking loves God. He really does. Um, he's he's wicked on the hooks. So if anybody listens to this that needs needs hooks or features, man, get that guy for sure. Uh, mm-hmm. Means they work on a couple tracks actually, um, and. Potentially one or two will still come out in the future, but this one I thought really fit, fit the theme of the album because another huge thing that we are when we are in Christ, you know When, when you've uh, formed a relationship with God is that you're free, you know, it's for freedom that we've been set free um, So this is a, a very mellow meaningful track uh, It's a little bit of an upbeat hook, but the verses are very serious and they talk about life change They talk about uh, when I met God personally Um and just remembering that so vividly, you know, experiencing him for the first time Mm -hmm. and how that led to freedom. Um, And Zay's got a real catchy hook on there. Uh, So that's definitely a a good, a good show vibe as well.
0: Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, And then the next one is Hey Zeus, uh, uh, number eight featuring Lauren, the homie Lauren. I love this, I love that guy. So uh, tell me a little bit about this one.
1: Yeah, Lauren is in my opinion, uh, probably the most talented rapper on here. Um, So we had a couple different concepts for this. um, And originally the track was, well, so it's been called Jesus the entire time. Now Jesus is is Spanish for Jesus, obviously. Many people would know that. So originally Mm -hmm. I had it spelled, you know, J-E-S-U-S with the accent, featuring line. Um, And it's just a fun Spanish track. So a lot of people were confused as to why I had this type of track. Uh, I'm married to a Puerto Rican. Um, My Mm -hmm. entire side of that family is Filipino and Puerto Rican. Um, and I love Spanish culture, I always have. My mission trips have, have been to Spanish countries, um, and I'm, I'm passionate about that, and I studied the language for upwards of about 10 years, um, so I've always loved Spanish culture, so I wanted to make this track in Lawrence Fittings, and he's Cuban and Puerto Rican. Um, and then the little twist, you know, with, with this track is this is a very upbeat, very Spanish vibe beat. Is that I decided to change the name Which a lot of people didn't catch it I decided to change it to Hey Zeus As in you know Zeus like (laughs) the Greek god. A lot of people were confused about that But if you listen to the track Obviously we're talking about Jesus We just say Hey Zeus And you know it's kind of a play on words Obviously it's a little bit of A little bit of a jab at like people's enunciations of things Um, And I thought it was honestly I thought it was a catchier song name as well So so that's kind of how that came to be.
0: Yeah, so before people be all like, yo, Jay Fish is doing cultural appropriation, they gotta <laughs> listen to this first.
1: <laughs> yeah, I did think about that, to be honest, but I was like, you know what, if they listen to the track, you'll know.
0: Yeah. <laughs> all right, so uh, number nine is uh, Kingdom.
1: Yeah, dude. Tell me a bit about
0: this. One of
1: the, well, I guess it's probably the third, the second or third of the couple bangers on the on the track. This is one of those, like every album's gotta have that repetitive, upbeat song for a lot of performances. Kingdom is basically it. It's just a loud banger of an exclamation that we wh- why we do what we do and what we do is for the kingdom. And just to have that eternal mindset of everything you do should be focused on um, God and, and your future in him. So, I mean, that's just, it's short verses, repetitive hook. We've already blasted our youth group about ten times, so that's pretty much the point of that track.
0: <laughs> yeah, sick. All right, so uh, how we do is number ten, featuring two features on it with uh, Chris Soul and uh, Brixon, I think I think that's how you say his name. Yeah, Brixton? well, his is name is Brian. Uh, he said Oh it was. okay. He, he has a There's just an X Dude, Shout out okay.
1: Chris Brian. Those are my dudes We, we got like, our own <laughs> Snapchat group bro. We'd be like, just like Acting ridiculous Cause obviously Chris is African American And Brian is Puerto Rican So we just got like The whole squad mm-hmm. in there We just got everybody Representing it's, it's awesome But yeah It's Brian His name is Brian Okay But uh, yeah dude I'd heard tracks From both of these guys uh, Before I was You know Had this song in mind and i had this extra yeah are beat. they
0: soundcloud artists yeah are you know, they soundcloud because i yeah, would seem on everywhere.
1: spotify so i mean chris and brian both okay. are, are featured on you know the god always playlist they're both i think i believe they're both okay. on rapzilla's spotify playlist so like i mean they're getting out there a little bit but they're definitely both pretty new um yeah but man they're both talented chris and the reason i had him on the hook in this because he said it was he told me it was the first hook request he had ever had which is crazy because I view that dude as like the hook type, man, he's, he's like, he's slick with the melodies and he's got a nice, uh, he's got a nice auto-tune sound, um, but yeah, I man, this track is pretty meaningful, the the reason I had it be the first release is it's very catchy, um, it's, it's kind of repetitive uh, in a good way, I think, but the content is what's really important to me, and I've had a ton of people talk to me about my verse specifically, but I think all of the lyrics hit it, but The idea, man, is that in Christian music nowadays, a lot of times it just comes off as fake, to be blunt. And we got a lot of, and this is the big thing, we got a lot of people in Christian hip hop, specifically, but you know all Christian music, who are in in power positions in their genre, who, in my opinion, and just from the fruit of their actions, now this is from a distance, obviously, you know, you can never judge someone from their Facebook posts or tweets or whatever, but I think, Mm -hmm. fruit godly fruit of the spirit is pretty obvious and when you have the spirit of god you'll be able to discern that i do think there's certain artists who don't steward that well um the kind of the whole like i'm not your pastor mentality which i think is is wrong to have that mentality because when you're in leadership in any in any form you have a responsibility in that leadership so we really kind of dig into that um and i think in a loving way but just kind of the challenge like hey if you're making music and you're claiming it's christian there, there's a standard for that music and if you're not meeting it you should be sure. you should be called out so that was the point of that track
0: mm-hmm. yeah yeah okay so um track 11 is uh never sleep featuring uh mike sarge who uh he's a dope artist i really like a lot of his stuff yeah man so uh,
1: Shout out yeah mike. tell me
0: a little bit of the thought behind this one
1: yeah mike mike and i didn't even honestly we didn't even communicate a ton when it came to this time it was more or less like hey dude i got this beat <laughs> I'm trying to, I got like a couple spots left on this album, trying to make some songs and, and fit stuff here. Um, but this is just that motivational work hard track. Um, it's just about when when you got that desire, that motivation, it's going to seem like you never sleep. You know what I'm saying? So, and he liked that. You know, he, he works tirelessly from what I know. Um, and I think he killed his verse, which is one of the reasons I chose to include it in the album because I thought it was a good feature. Um, but yeah, this is just that, that motivational, like, you know, don't give me your excuses. I don't want them because I'm out here grinding track.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's cool, man. Uh so uh, number twelve is uh, Johnny Bravo or Bravo. <laughs>
1: Johnny Bravo. Do you probably you might be too young. Do you know Johnny Bravo the uh, the cartoon?
0: Oh, um, I'm sure I've heard yeah. of it. I'm I'm into all kinds of old stuff. So, oh, there you go. <laughs> like, uh, yeah, <laughs> I don't know. I'm I don't, I don't distinctly know what it is, though.
1: Well, it was a cartoon back when I was a kid. Um, It was one of my favorites, but it's basically Johnny Bravo is this very egotistical, self-loving individual, but he also, like, is just the type that just never quits and never gives up. So the thing about Johnny is, like, (laughs) you don't want to mimic him in a lot of ways because he is extremely narcissistic and stuff like that. But he also, there's, there's some mm-hmm. admiration that I think we could have of him in the sense that like in the show, he's always getting shut down left and right in different instances, you know, specifically with women. I'm not saying that we should be pursuing women 24-7, but yeah, you could look up to him in the sense that that, that man never gives up and he tirelessly believes in himself. So Johnny Bravo is probably the biggest banger of the album. I've performed this live a couple of times. I did it up in Harrisburg recently. Shout out to Hairborne Youth Ministries, if any of y'all listen to this. Um... And Yeah that's just Again repetitive hook I feel like Johnny Bravo It's got a heavy beat Produced by Strazine. So shout out Strazine if you listen to this He's the homie Um But yeah that's again Like very simple lyrics Uh And in fact I would say this is the least Meaningful track on the album There isn't a ton of content To this one Uh This one was honestly Just fun to make
0: Yeah Okay Yeah so it's one of those Uh One of those more Just upbeat ones on the album Where it's there's yeah. less, of a, less of a message it's just like just like going hard. Those are yeah, fun ones. No doubt. Yeah. All right, so uh last track on the album is uh 13 featuring uh I mean Tonight <laughs> featuring Abby McCarthy. So tell me a bit about this one.
1: Yeah, shout out Abby. I'm going to tell her to listen to this too. Uh she's like a little sister to me. Um, She is one of the student worship leaders in the student industry that I lead at Um, actually she just graduated technically, but um, She is a super talented singer and I view her Just shamelessly plug her. I view her as like the Holland type, you know, a lot of people know Holland I think she she could be there. So I've been encouraging her to try to start making her own music and stuff But meanwhile, um, this is the second song her and I've ever done. The first one has since been taken down due to quality issues because mm. I'm cutting my game up. But we have a song actually coming out uh, probably early next year, which is the most worship centered song I'd have, I've ever written. And I truly believe that, man, this this song's gonna change. Ours. But anyways, with tonight, this was super fun. In fact, we got a music video coming out for this in a little bit. But this is just a fun track. It's, a, it's an exclamation that, that we don't have to wait to make a difference. We don't have to you know, say, oh, well, I'll do it tomorrow, I'll do it next year, you know. Or when I'm 50, you know, I'll do something impactful. Yeah. Now, like, you can do it tonight. Tonight can be um, when you step up and try to make a difference. Uh, I think she slayed the hook. Admittedly, we recorded, like, I mean, for hours to get this where we got it Um, but I think it turned out really really good in fact I'm hoping that this will be one of the few tracks that gets picked up by some places because I think it's uh, undoubtedly the most poppy song on the album and I think it really hits a mainstream demographic that most of the album doesn't Mm -hmm. so I'm hoping that a couple Spotify maybe some pop Spotify playlists will get a look at that Um, but that's just a fun track about yeah like do it tonight you know and and we kind of we kind of mesh with the hook very well I think um yeah, it was fun.
0: It was fun to record that one. All right, cool. So uh, that's that's the entire uh, album there for you guys. Um, that's a little bit of the thought uh, behind each track there, so you can you can know his uh, creative uh, mind space while he's making those songs and and with the people he co- uh, he collab with. Uh, right now, we're gonna take a break for a uh, for a promo here, and I'll be back in a bit uh, with with some more uh, more personal um more questions for him as a person. So if you're a rapper and you don't have any beats, you got to get on that A-cell. If you want to make money off this and get on iTunes and Spotify, then you need beats for exclusive rights and you need them to be good quality. That's where I come in. I'm a producer and I have all kinds of beats from bangers to chill and emotional beats to vibey beats and pretty much anything else. I also make custom beats. So find me at SoundCloud.com slash Sharon at SoundCloud.com slash J-O-S-I-A-H-C-H-A-R-O-N. Most of my beats are $50 and less, some of them even dropping down to $15. So come get your exclusive beat right now. I also sell non-exclusive beats for a cheaper price. So make sure to go and contact me at SoundCloud.com slash iah J-O-S-I-A-H-C-H-A-R-O-N. The new album, Split Rock, is in stores right now. It has 26 tracks in it. That's 26 tracks, people, for 10 bucks on iTunes and Spotify right now and Google Play and anywhere else you find your music, Amazon and all that good stuff, even Bandcamp for a reduced price. The album tells the story of this kid that went to heaven and had this experience. The album has many different influences from different music styles, and I hope you like it, so make sure to find it on Spotify, iTunes, and anywhere else right now. Okay, I'm um, I'm back with Jay Fish, and I'm gonna talk I'm gonna talk to him a bit more and ask him some some questions about himself. So, uh, man, where where did you grow up?
1: I was born uh, right outside Baltimore, so I lived uh, in in Baltimore County for about seven years. I do consider Baltimore a second home, even though know, I didn't live there for the majority of my life. But I go down there a lot for shows. Um, Actually, big Ravens fan, stuff like that. Um, and then I moved up to Southern Pennsylvania, and I've been between York and Lancaster for a few years now. I went up to I went to college in Lancaster, graduated. Now, me and my wife actually recently bought our first house in York. Oh, sweet. Um,
0: huh. so. um. So how did how did you uh, yourself get into hip hop?
1: Yeah, it it's, uh, seems to be an unlikely thing, you know, the 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 white dude from suburbia. <laughs> in fact, like, a lot of people would consider Southern PA very country, which, depending uh-huh. where you go, it definitely is. Um, in college, Same with Northern Minnesota. Was, <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, there you go, bro. You might even be worse, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, so, uh, you're saying? Yeah, so, in college, um, when I went through my, my change, you know, when God really got a hold of me, one of the ways he used, one of the things he used to get me was was Christian hip hop. So I had never heard of Christian hip hop, even growing up in the church. I did not know Christian hip hop was a thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and I loved guys like Kendrick, man. Backseat Freestyle was like, yeah. I had that on repeat forever. Uh, Childish Gambino, back in his old days, not with this new weird stuff he's doing, but like, oh, yeah. man, he, I would, I would, I had Bonfire Bunking forever. Um, nice and I was man. even into Lil Wayne little back then, but yeah. so I had these things that weren't necessarily uplifting me. Uh, mm-hmm. and, I, and I caught wind of Andy Mineo, which actually I listened to him before I ever listened to the Oh well. Wow. Huh. And man, I listened to some of Andy's music like back in uh, "Heroes for Sale" and formerly known, oh, specifically yeah. formerly known. He has some songs on there like "Young" and uh, well, specifically "Young," but there were a couple others, man, that really hit me. I can't spend a while, but. Um, and then just this, this idea that, holy moly, this is good music with like dope, you know, bass lines and stuff like that. And like quality rapping, but he's talking about God the whole time. Yeah. And that blew my mind. So I remember I got real deep into Andy. Uh, and I started just like, man, he became, he quickly became my favorite rapper. And and to this day, I'd still say that he is. Um, but via that, I started thinking, man, if this could change my life and you know it's affected so many others you know i could do the same thing so i started just in my free time you know writing lyrics and and rhymes and stuff and just concepts you know Um, and it was terrible at first but i really enjoyed Mm -hmm. doing it and it got better and better to the point where i'd I'd be i'd freestyle you know and hangouts and stuff like that and people they do you're actually like not bad at this um so that motivated me to kind of invest in my first recording equipment because i didn't really know what else to do i had no musical background and i still you know i don't you know i played some instruments in high school but you know, after that, I stopped, so I kind of had to reteach myself everything from you know just basic rhyme schemes to production to mixing and mastering to recording, you know, and, and I'm still learning all that stuff, but pretty interesting because you know, I don't think ten years ago I'd have ever been like, hey, I'm gonna do hip hop and be half decent at it."
0: <laughs> yeah, for sure, yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's, that's dope. So um, who are your favorite artists? like who do you uh who do you like get your influence from? Yeah, I think
1: influence wise, that's interesting. And I think it's it's probably a mesh of a, a lot of different people. The reason being is because I'm the type where I'll hear a really good song and I'll be oh man, like, I want to make a song like that. Like, that's my first instinct. Like, you know, I don't want to copy them by any, um, like, way, shape, or form. But, but when you hear a good sound, it motivates you to be like, oh, dang, dude, okay, I like that. You know, let's roll with yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Okay. And then you try think, to
0: replicate it, yeah.
1: Yeah, well, and and I try, you know, of course you don't ever want to just sound like someone else. You want to kind of twist it your own way, but. But yeah, definitely. And so Andy probably is the biggest one. Um, I've transitioned a lot over the last couple of years. Started so listening to a lot of more, you know, smaller artists. So like, I, like I love Montel as well. Uh, even mm-hmm. though he's a friend of mine, I also I'm a fan. I told him that, bro. I was like, I'm a fan. Yeah, of yeah. So um, I really enjoy Swoop. I know he's a little bigger as well, but I've been really uh, I've been listening to a lot of his stuff lately. And his is just so content driven. Okay. Nowadays, the biggest people that I look for music from, um, hmm a lot of the smaller guys, like, like, I got a place on Spotify, he's basically got all my own favorite artists, and I'm trying to, I don't know <laughs> oh, Joey Jewish is a big one. Oh, yeah, that, 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 that's it. Him and I actually got a song on my very first, my debut ever EP. Oh, yeah, project I yeah. ever put out. Um, that was that, one that
0: kind of popped a bit on Spotify, too.
1: Yeah, that was, that's, and it's still to this day, at least on SoundCloud, it's got the most, the most listens of any of my songs, but, yeah, Joey. Yeah, are you into Dream cool, Junkies dude.
0: at all? Like, John Gives and yeah you know. no. I'm gonna be honest with
1: you no not really there's been times that belief is definitely
0: uh-huh.
1: legit Um he's, he's my favorite where, out of them yeah, yeah and I agree with that there have been times and, and this could be totally you know me there's been times I've questioned the content and the direction um but that's just that could be totally just due to my personal taste, or seen, okay. maybe I've seen things that are out of context. I have no idea, and I'm willing to be open to that. So haven't, I've never been big on them. Um, I do All like them. indie Tribe a lot. I I've, I've, I've oh, never yeah. used yeah. to, man. I, I didn't. I didn't jump on the no big deal deal. No big deal, have you said? I didn't jump on that bandwagon for a while. But uh, he's I was in, I was in
0: from the beginning, man. I was in since uh, since fire camp sessions or whatever that one was. Yeah, I don't even know what uh, that yeah.
1: is. But so you're you're you know them way better than me, that's for sure.
0: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I just like when I was a kid, I just like when I was like twelve, I was just I found Rapzilla and I was like I just fell in love with this stuff, you know. Like all I knew was the underground stuff. I I don't even know I didn't even know Andy. Like I just knew these underground artists, man. <laughs>
1: yeah I do that's uh, good man I think a lot of a lot of times you're gonna get better content going that route nowadays
0: so outside of uh, outside of music what's your what's your ministry look like
1: so ministry is this huge over encompassing word but it's a very important word obviously so first especially being a, a married individual and I married my beautiful wife about a year and a half now uh, mm, okay. my first ministry is my family you know Piper has a quote that I heard when I saw him teach live down in Atlanta he said uh If your ministry in your home isn't effective, why would God export it? And the idea being that we have so many, you know, Christian men specifically who don't lead their families effectively, um, but then also want to go out and and be missional and and be evangelical, um, which isn't a bad desire. But the idea being that your ministry starts at home. So my first ministry is my house. I try to really love my my life, my wife well, um, with the love that that Mm -hmm. Jesus has for me. So it starts there. Um, Outside of that. Uh, I try to be very involved in my church. So I'm actually on staff in my church with the youth ministry, which that was a blessing because I, I volunteered for three or four years and then recently um, they saw enough value to bring me on the staff. I'm um, part time, obviously, so so I yeah. served there yeah, that's and that's cool. uh, a pretty big investment. And then also, um, just because I desire to serve with my wife, you know, I think that's one of the best things you can do in a relationship. So we also serve in our in the kids' ministry, um, and then I do a lot of one-on-one discipling of students specifically, so, you know, kids who either are new to the faith or, or want to grow more or have a great relationship with God, but they, they want to get to that next level, so I'll do, I'll do a lot of different one-on-one um, and group stuff, um, and potentially considering starting up a young and married-type ministry early next year, um, so we'll kind of be in prayer about that to see if that's direction god wants us to go
0: yeah i like that so um any closing thoughts
1: no you know i appreciate you josiah uh if for anybody who listens he just josiah just put out an album as well called split rock i'm featured on there our song is called palm trees and in my opinion in my biased opinion that's the best song on there so definitely go check that out um, Thanks for shouting that out, man. <laughs> heck yeah, dude, I got you. Uh, no, but just anybody who listens, I just want to encourage you guys. Uh, man, keep listening to music, but just just realize that the goal is, is always God. You always should be pushing to, to pursue and grow closer to God. I mean, he's all that's going to do anything for you, you. Know He's all that's going to satisfy. He's all that's going to uh, bring you that joy and peace that so much of us are looking for. Um, so keep pursuing that. If anybody you know, struggles to do that, man, my DMs are always open. And and I love to have those types of conversations. So feel free to hit me up wherever. But other than that, man, just thank you for the opportunity. Uh, appreciate being your first one from what you told me. Yeah, so yeah. I hope that you get to episode one. Interview <laughs> some other awesome artists as well.
0: Yeah, for sure. So if anyone wants to tweet at JFish, just uh, tweet them at Dude it's J And uh, I think you're you're on Shit. you're on Facebook too. And uh
1: Yeah, anywhere. Instagram, Facebook, dude, it's J Fish. No spaces. Yeah, you can find him on SoundCloud. Just how you would spell it.
0: And everyone make sure to go get his new album on Spotify, iTunes, anywhere, anywhere you can find it. Just download it, uh buy it, support him. So uh thanks for being on the podcast.
1: Heck yeah, man, appreciate you.
0: I hope you guys enjoyed that interview with jfish make sure to keep subscribed to this podcast um, on itunes and google play and make sure to rate it in those two places because i'm gonna have a lot of artists being interviewed on this podcast again thank you for listening peace out